You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I am your host, Stephanie O'Day. We are at episode number 61, and today we're going to have an encore episode, and we're going to talk about, yet again, slowing down. But this time, it's slowing down for the holidays. And as you're listening to this, you are finished with Thanksgiving if you are in America and looks like Canada already had their Thanksgiving also. And I'm hearing from my friends and family in the UK that uh, American Thanksgiving is sort of trickling <laughs> overseas and, and people are starting to eat um, some quote unquote traditional American Thanksgiving food. Um also in other parts of the world. And I just want you to know that we're all connected somehow in some way. And if you're listening to my words, wherever you are, just know that I'm immensely thankful for you. And I'm going to take these next few weeks off and I'm going to really listen and take and honor my own advice and slow down and go within and really make sure that I have my GPS pointed to exactly where it is I want to go. And I am prioritizing the things that are truly important to me. So not urgent, not things that are kind of floating around and and they're pesky, kind of like an annoying fruit fly or a gnat buzzing around your head that if you don't take care of it or, or squash it or get rid of it right away, you're going to be annoyed. So those are kind of urgent, pesky things. I want you to slow down and prioritize the important things, the truly truly important. And while you're listening to this Encore episode, really, and while you're listening to this Encore episode, take stock, take priority and figure out what it is that is truly important to you. And I hope that it's helpful as you're moving through this holiday season. You take care, consider yourself loved and hugged. And without further ado, here is an encore episode of Slowing Down for the Holidays. Hi there, Slow Down Society. Steph here, and we are going to talk today about how to slow down the holiday season. So this episode is going to come out the week of Thanksgiving, and I am lucky in that I actually have the entire week off for Thanksgiving, but I'm recording this now a few weeks before, and I've got to tell you, the best thing you can do when it comes to slowing down is to start as early as possible. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We are going to answer a reader question who wrote in to me, and I just want to know that I get it. And even the most mindful and put together and calm and zenned out person feels stress of the holiday season. And it's not you. It is everybody. But what you can do is protect yourself and um, kind of... Imagine stepping into this sort of 
force field where stress bounces off of you because it doesn't matter. You're calm. You're cool. You're collected. You've got this. My daughter had a a hamster named Penny and Penny had this little kind of plastic ball. And it was really interesting because the plastic ball obviously protected her. And so she would run around the living room and she would bash into things and she just kind of shook herself off and turned around and went the other way. And it was really interesting because sometimes she bashed into like a table leg so hard that her tiny little, I don't know, what are hamsters weigh? Six ounces, eight ounces? Her little body would bounce around in the ball. But then she was completely and totally fine. So as we're entering into this really hectic season, I want you to find a way to, to step into your metaphoric hamster ball or, or your, your pink force field, whatever it is that you can imagine. Step into it and just let the stress and, and the worries and the chaos that is going to be thrown at you just sort of bounce away. One of the women I worked with, she was a teacher and she was really in a, in a super busy thing and the, the school district kept changing the rules and no matter what, it, it was stress, 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 raining down on her and a coworker having a bad day or a kid having a meltdown and throwing a chair. There was always so much. So we joked, not all right, well, how would Wonder Woman handle this? Well, Wonder Woman has on these gold cuffs and so she just kind of puts her wrist up and, and deflects and that's how I want you to get into the mindset. Because it, it's real. The, 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 the stuff that's going to rain down on you and around you and what you're going to find yourself stepping into when you walk into a shopping mall or you walk into a grocery store and you're trying to get a frozen turkey and everybody else in the world is trying to get a frozen turkey. It, it's there. And the best thing to do is to try and protect yourself. Okay. So I had a talk the other day and it was a, um, it was a virtual talk because where we are still, we're doing some social distancing in the San Francisco Bay area, but I did a talk for a MOPS group. So MOPS is a church group and, and it stands for mothers of preschoolers. And I love giving these talks because new moms and new motherhood is already a very, very stressful time. So I jotted down some notes from that talk and some of the questions that were given to me, and we're going to work through those today. Okay, so one of the very first things to do when you start thinking about the holiday season is to plan it out in a sort of visual way of of what you see in your brain and in your mind and in your imagination when you think of the holiday season that you're trying to create. So maybe you've watched a whole bunch of Hallmark movies and, and you have this kind of warm, cozy feeling of togetherness and family fun and this just great feeling. And that is what you're trying to create. And that makes a lot of sense. And I do not want to discourage anyone anywhere for having a really big, grandiose vision about anything. But when it comes from 
watching a Hallmark movie or Christmas movie or, or something, realize that your family and your life is probably not going to look like a very carefully choreographed and directed movie script. That said, that feeling, the, the, the coziness and the fun and the lightheartedness, you can try and recreate with your own family. And I'm sure that you can look back and, and scour through your, your kind of Rolodex or, or file folder of, of memories that you have with, with your kids and your family and your extended family and your parents and, and come up with, Oh yeah, remember when we did that? That was fun. So, so when you're in a good mood, try and, and map out what it is that you're trying to create and who are the people that are around you. And if you're in sort of a, a stress-free mind, why? What, what is it that went well? Is it because the food is done really well? Is it because you knocked it out of the park with the gifts? Is it because there's certain music playing? It's snowing outside. Like Whatever it is you're trying to come up with, jot it down, write it down, pay attention to what is important to you and what isn't. And then from there, we can work back. So we talk about the holiday season and the holiday season is sometimes two weeks, sometimes four weeks, sometimes six weeks. Sometimes it starts right at Halloween and smushes all the way together into New Year's Day, for some people, goes all the way into the Epiphany, January 6th. So you decide what your quote-unquote holiday season is and then figure out what the really big rocks are, what is the most important thing ever. Maybe you host a Christmas party every year and you invite everybody that you can think of to this Christmas party and to you that is your most important big rock. Maybe it's opening presents on Christmas Eve or it's sitting all around in your Christmas jammies in the morning and drinking hot cocoa or eggnog and, and sharing stories. Whatever the most important big rock is, that's what I want you to plan around because that will keep you focused and will help you create boundaries when it comes to other invitations or other obligations that pop up. And if those things aren't helping you to move forward to whatever that big rock event is, then you can protect your boundaries a little bit better. And it'll be a much easier to say no and no thank you and just keep your priorities in order. Okay. I have a question here that I want to read that was emailed to me before I gave the how to slow down for the holidays talk at the Mops church group the other week. And and it's interesting because we're talking about money here. And when it comes to stress in the holidays, money is what bubbles up most often. So if you look at kind of the the big priority um, that we talked about when we were sort of mapping out your vision for a slow life in one of the first few episodes. The, the big rocks usually are time, money, and family. 
So when you look at it for the holiday season, it's probably the vision of what it is you're trying to achieve. Money is the second big rock and then family or or the people, the next big rock that you sort of have to attend to. So this is an email. Hi, Steph. My name is Tina, and I want to thank you for giving this talk to our group. I want to figure out how I can create an amazing Christmas for my kids without going over my budget. Do you have any ideas for that? So I do have ideas for that. And I like that you used the word amazing. And so that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in the last segment of what is your vision and what it is you're trying to achieve here. And it's probably unrealistic to think that the whole two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, or or whatever the the quote-unquote holiday season is in your life to make all of that amazing. Because this is real life, and in real life, there's ups and downs and twists and turns and families and flat tires and overflowing toilets. So probably not every single thing is going to be quote-unquote amazing. But you can plan kind of around a certain day or a certain event, and then work backwards from there. And what's great about that is then all of the other stuff that comes up, you just sort of deal with because it doesn't matter if the Wednesday before your Friday event, the toilet overflows because it's it's just something that happens. And that day doesn't need to be quote unquote amazing. You just are dealing with it. You're, you're just dealing with it. But we're talking about your budget and, and what um, the money is. So it's really interesting how most people don't create a budget for Christmas or, or for the holidays. And I say Christmas just because in our own particular house, that's what we happen to celebrate. And I don't want to be disrespectful of anybody else's religion or family holidays in any way. I just also don't want to speak or make up things or events that I don't personally know. So I'm absolutely fine with whatever holiday you're planning or not planning. It's up to you. So I just want to put that out there. But as far as the budget, you need to have a line item. You need to know what you're willing to spend and what is not okay. The holiday season happens every single year. It's something to plan for. It's something to put money aside for and be aware. It's not the time to max out credit cards because the commercials tell you to. So plan ahead and figure out what feels good to you. If it's a stretch, maybe dial it back a little bit. And when you have a number in place, that is when you can plan and make things happen the way it is. Uh, Very similarly to planning a wedding or or planning a very large party, you need to know what your budget is and then move backwards. And so when it comes to gift giving, gift giving is usually the most expensive part of the holidays. And the best thing to do is to plan it out when you're already in a good mood and If you are techie and you want to pull up a spreadsheet and do it line by line so then your cells can add up the money, go for it. If not, a a pad of paper and a pencil or pen is absolutely fine. But I want you to list out 
every single person that pops in your brain that you would like to give a gift to. Everybody. So these are your kids, your parents, your spouse, your siblings, your sibling spouses, your friends, neighbors, coworkers, your children's teachers, your children's coaches, your mail carrier. If you live in a building, maybe it's your door person, whoever it is, um, your housekeeper, your hairdresser. So anybody you think you would like to have a gift for, write it down. It doesn't mean that all these people actually are getting the gift, but if they popped up in your brain and you think you would like to give them something, then then do it. Write it down. Get all of the things out of your head because what the stress is, is when you think you've forgotten something or when you haven't prepared and you feel sort of blindsided and taken from surprise by, by different things that creep up during the holiday season or when a neighbor gives you a box of candy and you don't have anything in return. So, so think of all of the people and, and occasions that might sort of pop up and plan for that. So once you know all of the people and what your budget is, assign a dollar price. Okay, so teacher gifts, $10.00. Mail carry gifts, $5. Just make up what sounds right and what feels good. So for right now, make this list and, and don't try and do the mental math of keeping it within your budget. Do the number that feels good. And then we can massage the numbers and figure it out from there. And so if you find that at the end and you add up all of your dollar amounts, you are way over budget, then maybe that's the time that you think about batch cooking some roasted nuts and putting them in mason jars and, and creating gifts for people in that way. Maybe instead of an actual tangible gift, they get a holiday card with a really nice heartfelt message written inside, something like that. It, it really is the, the last minute things and the last minute gifts that bubble up when you feel like oh, you're going to this holiday party and you really need a hostess gift or, and we're going to see the Johnsons that we only see twice a year, but they always give us a bottle of wine. We really should have a bottle of wine for them. So, so think of all of those things first. I want to um, read another reader question to you. And this came in through the email. And what's interesting about this one is I want to talk about the third rock which is when, when we're moving into the holiday season and comes up and, and it's family and it's the people. And I want to talk a little bit about protecting your boundaries, really taking the time to honor your own wants and needs when it comes to self care and not sort of pausing and putting self care and boundary protection to the side. So remember, we want to sort of step into your, uh, your hamster ball or your invisible force field and protect your boundaries. And I got this email from Joyce and I think it sort of comes together in this way. So I got this email from Joyce and, and I think her email ties into self-care and boundary protecting very well. So it says, hi, Steph, I bought your intermittent fasting book and between me and my husband, we lost 27 pounds. So my question to you is how do I stick with it during 
the winter months when we are stuck inside and during the holiday season. Okay, Joyce. So that is a great question. And it's something that I will tell you that it gets easier over time. So when you're first starting out on any sort of new self-care or taking care of yourself, it feels weird and it feels uncomfortable at first. And you think everybody's watching every move you make. And, and I promise you, that they're not. That is just your perception of it. So you said that you have the intermittent fasting book. And so that's my two, four, six eat book. And it is about intermittent fasting, but I actually look at it more, especially during the the winter months that you write about and the holiday season. I look at it as self-care because this is something that you want to do. And that's your wish and that's your desire. And you shouldn't put your wishes and your desires aside during the stressful holiday season or, or during the, the winter months when everyone seems to want to hibernate and hang out on the couch. If you have the intention that you want to stick with intermittent fasting, then, then that's your intention. And, and that's the line that you've drawn in the sand. And it's time for you to protect that. And that's what I would encourage you to do is to protect your boundaries. So when it comes to intermittent fasting and, and what I write about in 246 Eat, it's not a hard and rigid two or four or six hour window. You can move it around depending on what's coming up and what your day-to-day life is looking like. And so if you happen to have a holiday party at four o'clock, maybe you decide, I really don't think I want to eat anything really at this holiday party. So I'm going to eat and and have a nice, solid, good meal at home first. And then at this holiday party, just have a drink or have a cocktail or a glass of seltzer water. And that's it. So make up a plan that feels good first. And then you don't need to decision make during an event because you've already made the decision and you're just honoring the decision you've already made and you're protecting your boundaries. When it comes to self-care, no is is a complete sentence. And it's really interesting, especially for women. We're sort of raised to be good girls and make everybody else happy. And sometimes that means that we're putting our own needs and wants and desires on the back burner in order to self-sacrifice for others. And this is absolutely true and something you do need to do if you've got tiny babies in the house or, or young toddlers. Absolutely. Their needs need to get met. It's just a matter of fact. So there are times when you do need to self-sacrifice in order to make other people happy. But if you find that you're self-sacrificing because your uncle George has made these kind of popcorn balls and he really, really wants you to eat these popcorn balls, but they're dripping in caramel and you don't want to eat the popcorn ball and you don't want to hurt uncle George's feelings, take it. Just, just take it and say, wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much. You put a lot of work into it. And then ask questions. How did you make these popcorn balls? Oh, where's the recipe? Oh, you should send it to me. And just take it. You don't need to put it in your mouth and, and eat it right in front of him right that very second, especially at a cocktail party. Just hold it in your hand and, and walk around with it. And then if you want to take it home and enjoy it later, you can. Or just get get rid of it. It You, you decide what feels good for you and don't feel forced 
to do something that you don't want to do. Because when you end up backing down on a decision that you've already made, that's when you get down on yourself. And that's when you feel like you failed or that you made a mistake or that you're stupid or this is why nothing ever works for me and I have no backbone. And I don't want you to to feel that way. It's not a fun way to be. And I wouldn't wish that upon you. Another thing about self-care and boundaries is now is actually the time to kind of amp it up. Even if you are the calmest, most centered person of them all, the stress is actually um, palpable when, when you're, when you're driving in your car. There's, there's more incidences of road rage during this time. Um, people are cranky. You can hear more, um, horns honking when you walk into a crowded grocery store or a mall. And then for me personally, it's Costco. Those fluorescent lights and the buzz of the people raises my anxiety and I'm not comfortable and I don't like it. Some people feed off of that kind of energy and I am not one of those people. So if you can protect your boundaries in a way where you know that type of situation isn't good for you, isn't healthy for you, try and find a way out of it. Can you have Instant Cart bring you the groceries you need? Can you have the the gifts that you've decided you're going to purchase delivered from online shopping? So, so you decide what feels good to you. If you are paying a little bit more in shipping and handling to have gifts delivered and it creeps your budget up in the long run, is that healthier for you? Then running yourself ragged and driving to this store and this store and, and fighting the crowds in order to save a little bit of money. Only you know what is the most important to you. Only you know what your budget is and what your exact hardline capital block letter no is. So then just honor yourself and honor your decision-making and the decisions that you made from when you were in a calm and, and peaceful place. Going back to no being a complete answer. So when you have your envisioning of the, the kind of holiday season that you're trying to create and invitations pop up. So we're exiting this pandemic. And one of the great things about living through this pandemic is all of the stuff you didn't want to do, you did not have to do. All of the parties, all of the last minute invites disappeared and and they're starting to creep up again. And for some people, this is fantastic. And for others, they actually don't want to go to the work Christmas party and the church potluck and all of these different things that creep up during the holiday season. So only say yes to the things that really feel good to you, that, that you really want to do, that you're looking forward to, that excites you. Um, one of the coaches that I worked with in the past talks about if it's not a hell yeah, then it's a no. So only you know, and it is different for every single person. And honestly, it's different depending on your mood. So if you're in a good mood, decide beforehand when the invitations start rolling in, what feels good. Okay, so I've got a party on Friday night at eight o'clock. Does that really mean that Saturday at noon, I'm going to be ready for this potluck or am I still going to be recovering from the party the night before? So d decide what you will and will not do and then stick with it. Okay. 
So I hope this has been helpful for you as we are moving into this super busy holiday season. I'm here at any time. Shoot me questions. Um, you can leave me a voicemail at that Stephanie O'Day forward slash podcast. There's a link where you can record your own voice. I'd love to hear from you. I like having the the voices, but I also understand that people feel shy. And so if you have questions and you'd like to email them to me, that's fine too. If you put podcast question in the subject line, then I know that that's what it's for. And I think you're great. I think you're wonderful. And I think this is going to be an absolutely amazing holiday season. I'm so happy you're here. So consider yourself loved and hugged, and I'll talk to you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.